of spades four of hearts eight of spades two of spades jack of diamonds jack of clubs What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are talking about The Evil Dead. Not the remake, but the OG. Yeah, The Evil Dead. And uh, Brooke, this is your pick, so why don't you tell the fine ladies and gentlemen why you picked this? Um, I mean, it kind of goes into play with our uh, face-off. I know people might be... Maybe upset because it's supposed to be a villain face-off, but I thought it'd be pretty cool to have uh, two chainsaw OGs go up against each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, sorry, I think this is just like a really good movie to talk about. I feel like everyone likes this one, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly didn't even clue into the whole villain thing until we were setting up for this tonight. I was like, wait a second. Like Ash isn't even a villain. I know. And I was like, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's sick anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hope people don't get, uh, too upset, but whatever. Oh, well. It's our show. Exactly. <laughs> Do what we want. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, what have you been up to? It's Sunday right now. So, uh, yeah. you've had all weekend to, Pretty much. Um, haven't watched too much. I watched. Um, I guess there was the non horror stuff. Me and uh, the girlfriend watched the documentary on Netflix. Have a good trip. Adventures in psychedelics. Yeah. And it's so good. I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Um, basically, I, like it's about celebrities talking about their different trips that they've had, either on like LSD mushrooms or crazy shit and there's actually like so many celebrities on it and some of them you would have no clue that they would be taking lsd or acid or mushrooms and uh, <laughs> it's definitely worth the watch it's only like an hour and 20 minutes yeah so. yeah i'll check it out it's on netflix you said yeah it's on netflix yeah 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 and, uh, yeah there's a lot of people in it and uh, that's crazy hilarious. yeah and then i watched uh honey boy finally What's that? That's a Child LaBeouf movie where he plays his dad. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it was good. It was kind of like a slow burn movie. Like I thought it'd be more, I don't know, funny, but it was like yeah. a really serious movie. Like um, that all the actors in it did an amazing job. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting because it, it, he doesn't use his own name in it. Like as when he's a kid, yeah. he changes it. But, um, yeah, it's really good. I recommend checking it out for sure. Cool. And so into the horror, Bettina wanted to make me watch um, this movie called Horse Girl that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Was it good? We, we started at like 1 o'clock in the morning last night, so <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have finishing it. She really liked it. She wanted me to watch it. But, uh, yeah, I... I don't really remember much. We didn't watch the end, but she said when we shut it off, it was just getting like the good stuff. So yeah, 
I'll have to uh, rewatch it. But uh, right. she said she really liked it, so I didn't realize it was a horror movie. Me either. I did see it pop up on some of the lists I looked up of like uh, 2020 horror movies, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was a horror movie. Hmm. And then finally, I was kind of just chilling Friday night after watching Honey Bowl, and I was like, oh, I kind of should watch a horror movie. So I was like looking through all these lists, and I came across a movie called The Clove Hitch Killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it came out a couple of years ago yeah. as um, Dylan McDermott, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this before? Um, I haven't seen it, but like I've seen it like out and about kind of thing, but I've yeah, never watched okay. it. Um, it was pretty good. It's kind of pretty much based on like the, uh, uh, what's his name? The KTB killer or whatever it is. or BTK. Oh, the BTK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like based on that a bit. Um, it's like the first two acts are kind of super slow and like, I don't know. It was, it was all right. The ending like the twist in the end was pretty cool. Pretty worth it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not too much, uh, watching this weekend. All right. Although you, it's been so nice, man. Like I know. you don't want to be locked up in the house watching. Yeah, this exactly. Uh, I haven't really watched much either. Um, we watched the first episode of a show called um, oh, "Fuck What's it? Oh Little Fires Everywhere." Oh, I saw that pop up on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's got Reese Witherspoon and uh, Carrie Washington in it. It's pretty yeah. good. Okay. Well, we only watched the first episode, but I mean, it yeah, seems yeah. like it's going to be good. Okay. Uh, I watched. Not only did I watch the Evil Dead, but I also watched the Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. Nice. Just. Uh, because of the fact that we're kind of yeah doing ashes like final form for the for the face off yeah so um, I wanted to. yeah i watched while we we're just talking like i just watched like halfway through of Armed good darkness and it's so ridiculous like it's one of those movies that you have to be in like the mood for and like i just like outside all day today and just like not yeah. feeling it right now so i was like ah we could just start the recording yeah. the podcast and that that's an interesting way to look at it, but I'll talk more about that later on. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, I started watching Blood Quantum last night. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't get too far into it though. Oh, okay. I was so fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I put it on at like ten, and I think by like ten thirty, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm just going to bed. That's sick. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out for sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's Canadian. I didn't realize it was a Canadian. Yeah, movie. it's um, it's like pretty much like a set like at an indigenous, yeah, like, town or something like that. Yeah, which is like really cool. Yeah. And uh, today, bef- like we went to my parents for supper. So before we left, I started watching um, Call Me Daddy. Oh, okay. But- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've started two movies this weekend and didn't finish <laughs> either one of them. So. Oh, I need to finish them before I go in on nights tomorrow, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far <laughs> did you get in uh, Call Me Daddy? Uh, honestly, not that far either. Like oh, okay. maybe only maybe okay. only like a half an hour. Right, right. Okay, cool. We'll have to talk uh, about the next podcast. Yeah, definitely. I'll for sure have it done by then. Sweet. All right. Uh, do you want to hop into those podcast shoutouts? Let's do it. Um, pretty much everybody has new episodes coming out this week. Um, 
by the time this episode of ours drops, uh, everyone will have a new one out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we'll start off as usual with it's a horror podcast. Um, These guys just dropped their episode on Eli Roth to their patrons last Monday, but it's actually coming out to the entire public this Monday. Um, super pumped for that. I'm really excited to uh, see what they have for. Yeah, actually, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to watch Green Inferno before listening to this podcast because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. So I kind of want to get. Um, I don't know. Add another Eli Roth movie to my list before I listen to theirs. For sure. So hopefully, I'll get to watch it tomorrow night. Maybe. Nice. Uh, next up is We Are Horrified. And they're doing a movie that I've never seen before. And I don't think I've like, I've obviously heard anyways, they're doing the twin peaks movie. Yeah. I've uh, never seen it either. No, like I've seen the show. Yeah. But I've never, I don't even think I knew that there was a movie. Yeah. Me either. But, uh, I don't know. I, I'll probably end up watching the movie before I listen to that just cause yeah. like the show is really good. So yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Uh, next up is We Love Horror. Um, I don't think they have anything coming out this week. If they do have anything coming out, it'll probably be next weekend. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to see what they got coming up because they're done their decades kind of segment. So Yeah, I'd be interested to see where they go with it. Definitely. And lastly is our boy at the Creepy Crap Podcast, Daniel Craig. Uh, he dropped an episode today called there's something in the pelega Uh, (laughs) i have no idea what that is me either man i listened to his episode on it today though okay yeah yeah it's it was a quick listen it was only like 19 minutes or something like that okay i don't know it sounded all right it's an australian movie so okay maybe he was kind of tooting the aussie movie a little bit too much yeah 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 who knows? Huh. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a movie we check out. Who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got. So let's hop on into this bitch. Let's get into it. So like we said in the intro, this week we're talking about The Evil Dead, the OG, not the remake. Uh, So we'll start off with a synopsis. Um, Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh-possessing demons. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was directed by Sam Raimi. This guy has had such a fucking all-over-the-place career. I know. Like he started off with the evil dead trilogy. Like he did all three of them. Yeah. And then like he did some other stuff and then he did dark man, which is a fucking great movie. I love that one. I don't think I've seen that. 
it's good. Uh, and like just out of fucking nowhere, he directs the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. And then he goes back to horror with drag me to hell. <laughs> and then he does Oz, the great and powerful, which is like basically a modern day remake of the wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all over the place. Oh man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I remember watching drag me to hell whenever it first came out, like Alan and I watched it together and we both like absolutely despised it. Yeah. And I don't think either one of us has watched it again since, but like since I've been like in the horror community, everybody's always talking about it. I'm just like, fuck, do I need to rewatch this? Like maybe it actually is a good movie. (laughs) Like that's what I keep saying too. It seems like people love it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a rewatch someday. Yeah. Um, so we'll head on over to the cast. Obviously, starting off is Bruce Campbell, and yeah. he plays Ash. Um, he's obviously in all three of the Evil Dead movies. Uh, he's in the TV show Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, Bubba Hotep, which is one that we're going to be doing in the future. Yes, sir. And uh, he's kind of got like some small roles here and there throughout his career, too. But nothing... One? Does he have a movie that's like called like I am Bruce Campbell or something like that? Yeah. 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 And I've never seen that one. I'm not yeah. sure if like it's like a biopic or what it is. I'm not sure. Um, and then everybody else that's in this, I didn't bother putting down what else they've like, what other shit they've been in. Cause like, it's honestly like an episode in a TV show here and there, or like a super low budget movie here and there. Like yeah. nobody besides Bruce Campbell really went anywhere. Yeah. Like Betsy Baker, kind of, but even still, it wasn't really that much. But anyways, um, Ellen Sandwise, she played Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard DeManincore, uh played Scott. And he's only been in like two full-length movies, like oh, this okay. one and, an, and another one called Crime Wave. And like, that's literally it. Oh. Uh, he... Um, for the Evil Dead, though, he went by Hal Delrick. Like, he didn't like go his by name? Richard. Like his name? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Betsy Baker played Linda. Mm-hmm. And Ter- Teresa Tilly played Shelly. Okay. So all five of these people are, like, the five friends that went into the cabin. Okay. That's all I got. So if you want to... Yes, sir. Let's get Talk into about it. the movie. So, yep, talking about The Evil Dead from 1981. So the movie opens up. There's a the camera is, like, going through the woods and, like, a pond and stuff, and it's supposed to be, like, kind of like a, a spirit or something is moving through the woods. You don't know what it is. Yeah. And there's five friends driving through the Tennessee woods to a cabin. So you have Ash, whose girlfriend is Linda. And then you have Scott. Or Scotty, whose girlfriend is Shelly, and then the fifth wheel is Cheryl. And she's Ash's sister. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until like almost like the end of the movie. Yeah. They made reference to it later on. Yeah. Yeah. So they're driving to this cabin and the like spirits going through the woods and they're coming head to head with like a kind of transport thing and then the Scott's driving in the steering wheel won't move at all. And I guess it's supposed to be like the spirit is like taking control of the wheel. 
But uh, films crash and Scott like blames it on Ash's shitty car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then they come up to a bridge and it's like basically like falling apart. Like yeah, there's wood falling off into the lake and then a board falls out and their tire goes through it. And they mm-hmm. barely make it off. So they get up to the, they get to the cabin and this cabin looks like they just walk, like Sam Raimi just walked up and just found this random ass cabin, like yeah, just abandoned in the woods. And like whenever they first get to it, I was like, cause they're there for spring break. Yeah. I'm just like, why would you go to this cabin? Like surely there's a better spot for you to hang out for the week. Yeah. Or the weekend or whatever. I think Scott or Ash said that they got a good, really good deal on it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no shit, you did. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, man. So all of them are pretty much scared to go up to the cabin except for Scott. He goes up and he keeps, like, looking back and they're all, like, just standing at the cars, like, not wanting to move at all. Yeah. So he gets up to it. He opens it up. He's, like, looking around. Then he goes into smaller shed that has a bunch of bones and saws and stuff hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. So they all get into the cabin and they're just kind of getting settled in. Cheryl's chilling in her room and she hears someone say, join us. And, uh, Patina always bugged me. Cause I watch her with subtitles. And I was, I told her, I was like, see if I didn't have subtitles, I wouldn't have heard what he just said. Oh, yeah, it's so true. Like, it's so quiet how they say it. Yeah. So she's in, like, her room, and then the spirit camera, like, goes up to the window into it, and then her hand starts drawing the Necronomicon. Well, yeah. at this point, you don't know what it is, but uh, that's what she's drawing. And it's, like, her hand is, like, all, like, bloody and, like, kind of, like, purple-ish. Yeah. So... She doesn't mention it to them, but uh, the other four, they're kind of chilling in the room and they're getting ready to party down. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> and then uh, the cellar door opens just randomly in the uh, the cabin. Um, That cellar door, like I was reading through the goofs on IMDb. Yeah. And w- one of the goofs said that you could see the hand that's like pushing it open. Oh, really? So I watched it in super slow-mo and you actually can see it. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm sure there were so many goofs in this movie though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's funny. So they all gather around the cellar door. It's dark. There's like stairs to go down it. Scott decides to go down by himself. He's down there for like a few minutes and the rest of them are yelling down at Adam Scotty Scotty. He's not answering. So Ash goes down after him. And Scott found like a whole bunch of stuff laying around. Like there was a tape recorder, a bunch of like random books. And I don't know if you noticed, I didn't notice this the first time I watched this movie, but oh, I uh, noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. The Hills have eyes. poster. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, which I thought was pretty cool. So For sure. yeah, they take everything upstairs, including like a tape recorder kind of thing that has, yeah, basically a tape on it. So they're all chilling in the uh, the living room, and they decide to play the tape. Basically, it's this doctor kind of guy, like archaeologist, I think. Yeah. That uh, is talking about how 
he went to this place, I think like Kandar or something like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't write it down, but yeah. Me either. But uh, basically he's going on about this Kandar place and talking about how his wife got possessed and stuff like that. And then he mentions a Naturano Demono. I don't know if that's like the demon that it's talking about. But then it mentions the Necronomicon, which is the basically the bringer of the demons. And it's made out of human flesh and ink in human blood. And then he just starts yelling, Conda! Conda! <laughs> and Cheryl's getting like freaked out and she tells she stops it. And he's like, Scott, stop playing it. And Scott just like, oh, I want to hear the rest of it. And just turns it back on. And then it cuts to outside and you see like leaves and kind of like this like fog and lights coming out of the ground. Yeah. So basically they just raise the demon to uh, come and possess them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So after that. Everyone's pretty much gone to bed, I guess. Um, Ash well, and uh, Ash and Linda, yeah, Linda, yeah, they're chilling. And then Ash says, "Like, hey, do you want to stay up and listen to the thunderstorm together?" <laughs> <laughs> so Linda gets up to go, I think, change or something. And Ash takes out this box. It kind of looks like a an engagement box, kind of. Yeah. But this was like the weirdest gift giving scene ever. Like it was so awkward. I know. <laughs> so he's like pretending to be asleep and she just sits down and she like is like looking at it and the camera goes up to her eyes and she's just like looking over at Ash and then he like opens his eyes and closes his eyes. It was just <laughs> went on for like five minutes. It was yeah. so weird. It was but fucking uh, weird, yeah. Yeah. So it turns out to be this like necklace that has kind of like a magnifying glass on it. Um, I didn't get the significance of it either. Like it's a such a weird yeah, like either. pendant to give. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Cheryl, um, Cheryl never mentions. I don't know why the like the drawing that she <laughs> did like not on her terms. <laughs> yeah, the other people which I didn't get. So she's chilling in her room again, and then you hear. The demons say, join them again. So then Cheryl decides to go out her window or the front door and just walk in the woods following these noises and shit. So stupid. It is, yeah. <laughs> like this, this just takes the horror trope to a whole new level. It does. So she's in the middle of the woods and you hear all this like trees break in and, and the camera cuts to like the demon camera movement. There's like trees getting knocked down and Cheryl's just like screaming in the middle of the woods. And then we get the very weird and disturbing tree rape scene. Yeah. Which is fucked. It's basically this, these, uh, yeah. This scene was like a big part of this movie being banned in like a whole bunch of countries in the right oh, first yeah. released. And Sam Sam Raimi has also come out and said that he like still regrets putting that scene in the movie. Yeah. Cause uh yeah, so like all these like vines start wrapping around her and pretty much like spread her like flying eagle and then there's this fucking huge stick just goes right up her fucking cooter. Oh man. Yeah. It's so and like like not slowly, like it's not taking no, her it, gently. Damn, yeah, <laughs> it's 
fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. So she escapes and she's running back. She's like pretty much like almost naked kind of. She got like blood on her and stuff. And so she runs into the house. Um, well, first she's like trying to get the keys. She can get it. And then the demon like is getting closer and closer. And then Ash opens the door. And she goes in and she's starting to freak out saying that she wants to leave. And so Ash says that she's gonna, he's going to drive her to town. So they try and leave. The car won't start. So then Cheryl's like, see, they won't let us leave. And then the car starts. And uh, so they leave and they get up to the bridge. And the bridge is like totally destroyed. Like no way of getting over it at all. Yeah, it's all like bent upwards and shit. Yeah. So then they go back to the, um, the cabin. And then I think they're listening to the tape again. And then I think it's, it's just Ash that is. Oh, Ash. Yeah, yeah. So this is where you hear that the only way to get rid of the demon is by bodily dismemberment. Yeah. So, yeah, he's listening to it. I think Linda is sleeping or something. And then Cheryl comes out of the, uh, the room and she's possessed. She's like, I think, floating in the air or something like that. Yeah. And then... Like she's like on the like Ash like knocks her down or is like struggling with her, and then Linda comes out and Cheryl just grabs a pencil and just stabs it right into her ankle. This part is so fucking gross. It was (laughs) like it looks so real, like just insane. uh, She like stabs it and then like moves it down and like up. Yeah, it's like she's like twisting it around. Fuck. Yeah. So they. So then they throw Cheryl in the cellar or Scott throws her in the cellar and like locks it up and stuff like that. And she can like, when she bangs on it, the chains like don't fully close it. So you can still like see into it, but she can't get out. Yeah. So Shelly is chilling in her room. She hears something outside. And then of course she goes up to the window and then all you hear in the living room is like glass breaking. So then Scott goes in and the like window is gone and he like looks out, there's nothing there. And then you hear you hear something in the closet beside him, opens it. But uh I don't think yeah, Shelly attacks him, I think, from behind or something like that. Yeah, right? she's not actually in the closet. No, no, yeah, yeah. So the fight breaks out into like the living room and Ash has like an axe in his hand, and then <laughs> Shelly gets pushed into the fire partly and she's like her like head is like on fire basically yeah and i think scott stabs her arm or like cuts her arm almost off yeah and uh (laughs) ash is like standing there with the axe not doing a single thing and then shelly just starts eating her own hand and ash's like reaction to it he's just like yeah just the face he makes and he has like this axe in his hand he's not doing anything at all ash is like so badass throughout the whole like trilogy but like he doesn't become until like halfway through this movie like he's such a pussy at the start of this one yeah um and like whenever they cut her hand off like it like oozes out this like fucking cottage cheese oh man it's so gross gross. yeah it looks like uh like patina called like looks like cream corn almost 
Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're always spitting out like this white shit. Like it looks like milk and they're just like spitting it out of their mouth. Like, I don't know if that's supposed, I don't know if that's supposed to be like what possesses the people or what, but it's fucking nasty. Yeah, it is. So yeah, Ash won't, doesn't do anything at all. So then Scott finally just grabs the ax from him and starts like cutting off her like body parts and shit. And it, Oh man, the effects in this movie are just fucking great. Like they're so gross. So they decide to bury uh, Shelly. So they bury her, and then Scott wants to leave, and he's being like a dickhead to uh, Ash because he's like saying, like, oh, I don't care if Cheryl and Linda are here. Like, I'm leaving. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I don't blame him. I'd probably be the same way. Like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, like Cheryl's pretty much gone, and – Linda, well, she she can't walk at all, according to Ash. Yeah. So, yeah, they're deciding what to do. And then out of nowhere, Linda comes out. Or no, Ash goes into the room to check on Linda. And mm-hmm. then he, like, lifts up her foot, like, blanket to look at her foot. And then it just, like, starts, like, getting, like, I don't know, rotten, I guess. She's starting to get, like, possessed. Yeah. And... Linda is so scary in this movie. Holy shit. <laughs> like, the laugh she makes is so scary. Like, oh, man. Um, I found it really annoying, to be honest. It, I mean, it was, but I thought it was just terrifying. I think it would have been scary if she, like, only did it, like, every once in a while. But, like, yeah. once she gets possessed, she's, like, laughing for, like, 15 minutes straight. And it's just yeah. like, oh, my God, yeah. shut up. Yeah. And um, when Ash goes back, I think Scott's like laying on the couch and he's yeah. like all cut up and shit, but I don't, I don't think it really showed how he got so cut up. I think it, it was from the trees. Like, oh, the trees maybe. Got him, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he said he was going to leave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because then he says to Ash, yeah, they won't let, they won't let us leave, man. Um, yeah. So then Linda changes back to like herself. And this is where you learn, like, the demon can change back to human form. So Linda's, like, saying, like, oh, Ash, help me. And then Cheryl starts talking like her normal self. So then Ash goes and starts to unlock the lock, and Cheryl grabs him through the uh, the floorboards. Yeah. But then he, like, gets away from, from them. And he kind of, like, has a fight with Linda. I forget what happens at this part but basically he like knocks her out kind of and then he drags her outside and then he got because he gets like kind of like pissed off he's like oh, i had enough of yeah. this shit <laughs> drags her outside so he goes back inside uh scott is pretty much dead um so then he goes back outside and he brings linda into the shed and like it goes through all this like shit like him like locking her up on the chains and stuff and then it shows like the the infamous chainsaw but then he yeah. decides not to go through with it and he takes her outside and just buries her without dismembering her mm-hmm. so then she comes back alive and she gets out of like the dirt pile and then Asher is like struggling with her and he grabs the shovel and just like straight up cuts her head off. <laughs> and then 
her body like falls onto ash and then like just blood starts like squirting out like the head hole oh my god it's so gross i read the trivia on this and uh i guess after filming this scene like for the day he had to uh go back to his hotel in the uh in the bed of a tr- uh, pickup truck because oh, really? he's just like so covered in blood oh, and like gross God. shit yeah like this movie is fucking gross and uh bettina was pretty grossed out during this whole thing too yeah um yeah so linda's dead ash has a shotgun now as well and he like shoots Cheryl like in the face, kind of, but like just like break grazes her cheek. <laughs> yeah. So he's now in the basement looking for some shotgun shells, and he's down there. And pretty much the house got its period because <laughs> it's like <laughs> bleeding like everywhere, like blood's like, going like light bulb. The pipes are bleeding, like blood coming through like the the brick, and. Yeah, so Ash goes back upstairs and he's like kind of like looking around. The mirror that's on the wall like looks weird, so like puts his hand in it and it's like kind of like watery, like his hand goes through it. And then um, I think Cheryl gets out of the, you know, because he went into the basement. Yeah, because yeah, at this point, I think Cheryl and Scott are both attacking him, right? uh yeah yeah and uh and this and then scott is fighting with ash and then ash just like gouges his eye and it's like so fucking gross man oh i was watching this scene i'm like oh this is brooke's favorite part of the movie (laughs) and and i don't know if scott got what he got stabbed with but they ash like pulls like this stick out of him and then also it's like blood starts like draining out of him Uh, oh yeah oh gross um oh also the one kill too whenever shelly died i think she got like stabbed in the back with that sword they found in the basement yeah and then like it has like skulls on the top and it starts like puking out blood i thought that was really cool (laughs) (laughs) so ash is getting his ass kicked the necronomicon is like kind of on fire but not really and cheryl and scott are kind of like they're not on fire, but they're kind of like starting to get burnt a bit. Mm-hmm. So Nash is trying to grab the book, but he keeps getting hit with like a uh, fire poker. And then like Scott's like just like chewing on his leg. <laughs> so then he gets the, the book with uh, the necklace he gave to uh, Linda. Yeah. And he tosses the book into the fire and the book catches on fire. And then Cheryl and Scott start like catching on fire and like, just like, I don't know. Melt, I guess. Yeah. I kind of hated this scene. It was really fucking gross. Cause like, <laughs> the, it's like, like, they just like decompose, but it's like almost like stop yeah. motion. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they're like melting, there's like bug coming out of them. It's like really gross. And then there's like, the like you said, like white stuff, like just like spewing out of them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, these like demon hands like pop out of their like bodies. It's like fucking. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, they're dead. It's now morning. Everything's back to normal. Ash goes outside, and then the camera demon like 
comes out of the cabin and just goes up to Ash and like Ash is like screaming. And uh yeah, that's the way the blood splatters. <laughs> There's a fuck ton of it. There is a fuck ton of it. <laughs> oh man. Alright. So we'll head on over to our reviews. Yes, sir. So at the start you said with uh army darkness like you just weren't really in the mood for it and blah, yeah blah, blah. yeah and i don't know if that's what was going on with me this weekend with these yeah. movies but yeah. i really didn't have a, that good of a time watching them wow really yeah i don't know like it's been a long time since i've watched all three of them yeah and like i've watched army darkness more than any of them yeah so it's been like even longer since i've watched this one Mm-hmm. And I remember liking it, but like this yeah. time around, I was just like, uh, everything's just so over the top and like, yeah, just doesn't make sense. Like the one scene that you said, whenever he like pulls the stake out of his body yeah. or whatever, and the blood, like it's like literally somebody turned on a faucet <laughs> it is, and it's yeah. just, just like pouring out of him. I'm just like, it yeah. wouldn't be like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood for them this weekend. Yeah, but that's fair. I yeah, like, and my scores are gonna reflect on that. Like, I just okay. didn't have that good of a time with them. All right, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah, when I was typing out my review, I was saying to Sarah, "I'm like, I'm gonna get fucking shredded online for this. I know it." <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man! Uh, All right, bring it on. I got All big right. shoulders. Let's do it. All right, so my story, I gave it a five out of ten. Okay. I said it's pretty original for its time, but regardless of that, there's like a lot of plot holes. Yeah. And I, I feel like they get overlooked just because it's like a quirky cult classic and people are just like, sure. Oh, it's the evil dead. Who cares if there's plot holes in it? Yeah. Um, I really didn't care about any of the characters except for Ash. Okay. Like, like I didn't care that any of them got possessed or killed or anything like that. Like, right. It was just kind of like whatever to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, with all that being said, like, I don't hate the movies. Yeah. And, like, I didn't hate this one. It's just, like, I feel like it they, it gets way more love than it deserves. And I, right. I think it gets all that love because of, like, what they did was such a small, um, a small budget. Right. And, like, how they came about to make the movie and all that shit. And, yeah. like, I get that and I respect it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I just need to rewatch it whenever I'm, like, in a better mood for it i don't know yeah okay uh and i gave the quality a four out of ten <clears throat> i said the acting and script were borderline awful but some parts yeah. were pretty funny yeah um the scare factor was pretty high in a lot of the scenes so mm-hmm. i'll give it that um i said the gore is way over the top but it like kind of adds to the charm but it was just way too ridiculous a lot of the time yeah uh, a lot of the effects were super gross, but they also didn't make sense. Yeah. Like, why do they have cottage cheese running out of their bodies whenever they get <laughs> <laughs> cut? I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but I also said what they were able to do with a $350,000 budget is pretty impressive because, yeah. like, a lot of those costume designs were fucking insane. Oh, man. It, I, it, it's, like, unfathomable. Like, it's yeah. Crazy. Like, I don't know how they were able to make some of those costumes on such a small budget and, yeah. like, pay people and shit. Yeah, legit. Um, I also didn't like the stop-motion animation. Okay. 
that happens in a lot of the scenes. I feel like it made it look like a live action nightmare before Christmas, but right. I feel like, like that's the last not- scene. Yeah. Like I wasn't a big fan of that. Right. And then in the evil dead two, Yeah. Like, um, there's a scene where, uh, Linda, like her head, like comes back onto her body or something like that. in like a flashback. Yeah. And it's just so fucking ridiculous, <laughs> but I, I know that that's not part of this movie, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of all goes together. Right. But anyways, yeah, five out of ten for the story and four out of ten for the quality. Don't kill me. Okay. Um, I can see your points, and I don't because I've changed my ways kind of with doing our movies. Like before, I would take like like in, intensive notes, like just like mark down like every single thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But now with lately, I've tried to not take as many notes and kind of like so you and me can have like a proper discussion kind of thing that we yeah, just yeah. Like talk about the movie so I've, I've had more of a chance to like just like sit back and kind of enjoy the movie like for what it is yeah. so like rewatching this like i just had like such a good time with it that i couldn't really look like i didn't think about all the things you just said right okay so my scores might be pretty <clears throat> high um so yeah (laughs) so for story i gave it eight out of ten okay uh i just had like a really original concept nothing like really special about it like there's no like crazy twists and turns it's just these five friends go to uh, a cabin in the woods and awaken a you know a demon like it's just so basic but i don't know it's just it's like the first like trope of a cabin in the woods pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think of like, this is a great demon movie, like possess, possess movie kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I thought the script was good. Um, pretty cheesy, but I loved it. Uh, so yeah, it's eight to 10 for story and for quality. I gave it a nine out of 10. I just, love, I just, yeah, I just love this fucking movie. Like even rewatching it now, like, I don't know, just the way that, like you said, with such a small budget and yeah. for what they popped out is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the acting is like, it's great for the most part. I think, I think the, like once they turn into possessed people, like not the stop motion stuff, but like, Linda and like Cheryl as the as possessed humans, I thought did like a really amazing job. Yeah, and um, like the special effects were really good. Like I just I don't know, I can't believe how good they are. And like it's super graphic for its time yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, it's scary and just a great fucking time. Right. So yeah. 8 out of 10 for story and quality and 9 out of 10. Cool. And like and, I said, like, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go I was going to say, like, this was Bettina's first time watching it. And she said it had the same feel as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, it oh, came really? in the 80s, but it had, like, that, like, 70s, like, I don't know, like, dirty kind of feel to it. Okay. And uh, she she loved it. She absolutely did loved she? this movie. Yeah, she did. Yeah. God damn. Um, yeah. 
I'm gonna have to rewatch it like when I'm in a more of a mood for it then. Like I I know yeah. that I'm in the huge minority in what I've said with everything, but Yeah. Like a lot of people prefer the Evil Dead 2 over this one. Okay. But I think I I disagree. I think I like I think this one is way better than that one, in my opinion. I I'll agree with you on that for sure. Yeah. Like uh yeah, like and like Army of Darkness just is just like rewatching most of it tonight. It's just oh my god, it's so it's so dumb, but yeah. you just can't help but like laugh and just enjoy yourself. Like um, yeah, and that's like kind of the feeling that I had with Army of Darkness. Like it, like I feel like the Evil Dead kind of tried to have like more of a serious tone to it. Yeah. Whereas by the time they got to Army of Darkness, they were just like, let's just fucking throw together a movie, and. Like it was really funny, but it also like was so out there. But I don't know. Like you just kind of take it for what it is, I guess. Okay, so you heard our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it as. Uh, the critics' consensus: cool. this classic low, oh, this classic low-budget horror film combines just the right amount of gore and black humor, giving the Evil Dead an equal amount of thrills and laughs um so so what do you think the critics scored it i'm gonna say uh, 88 95 percent. 95 wow yeah that's uh that's way higher than i thought it would have been holy yeah and whenever i read this i was like oh my god like everybody loves this movie except for me but uh <laughs> Like ninety five percent is like it doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't get it. I yeah. Like I just think it's just one of those movies. Like it's a staple in like the horror world. And, like one yeah. of the first of its kind. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like it was just such a like turning point for its time. Like yeah, exactly. And a lot of people respect it for what it is, and I do like respect it for what it is. I just yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just repeating myself over and over again at this <laughs> point, but uh, yeah, uh, the audience scored it an 84%, which is a little bit more understandable in my opinion, but yeah, yeah. super high critic score. I was surprised. Oh yeah. All right. You want to head over to that scare section? Let's do it. Okay, so what did you uh, rate it on the scale? So I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, really great special effects, super gross and uneasy to watch. Uh, creepy acting, like Linda's laugh and stuff like that. And then there was like a couple jump scares that got me as well. Yeah, for sure. So seven out of ten. Cool. I gave it a five out of ten. Okay. <clears throat> nice. I pretty much said what you said too. Like some scenes were actually pretty scary considering like how low the budget was. Um, the costume designs were like really well done and effect effective at upping the scare factor. Um, some of the gore was just like so crazy. And like a lot of it was good. Like whenever it wasn't over the top gore, I mean, it was pretty good and effective. Yeah, exactly. All right. What was your scariest scene? So my scariest scene was actually whenever 
Cheryl grabs Ash like through the floor. Like that mm-hmm. fucking scared me so bad. Like I literally jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it coming at all. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It scared me. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So I have to go with that one. Cool. Where were you? Uh, I said, this might be unpopular too, but like when Shelly's looking up through the cellar and she's just like kind of yelling at them all and she's yeah. like, you can only see like half of her face. Yeah. Like I just found all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's super creepy. I like that one. Like she, she looks super good. Like her, her makeup looks awesome in this scene. And like the whole thing is just like really creepy. And it, it also threw me into like the evil dead remake. Uh, whenever the chicks like looking through the cellar door in the remake, like it yeah. just kind of put me into that mindset and like, yeah, that whole scene fucked me up in the remake. Yeah. I, we definitely have to cover the remake one. Because, oh, for oh, sure. Man. Yeah. Just like, and it, the way that she talks to her brother and that when she's in the cellar just makes it like that much scarier. Uh huh. Yeah. I prefer the remake to this one right now. Yeah. I, I would probably say the same thing if I watched the remake like right now. Cause I do know that it's, I love it a lot. So yeah, it's uh, definitely like a toss up, I think for me. Yeah. And like in the remake too, they, they pay like a lot of homo or homage or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to the original. They do. Uh, yeah. Like there's a lot of scenes that are super similar to it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But it's also, um, it's all like own movie kind of. Yeah, exactly. All right. So do you think you would survive? Uh, I put, no, I don't think I would have a chance <laughs> to survive. Yeah. Even though like Ash isn't the most like, like in this movie, he's kind of like, I don't know. He's kind of a pussy to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he survived. So, I mean, maybe I would, but I, I don't think I would. He's like a pussy right till the end, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So what are you? I also said no. Yeah. I, like there's only one guy that's a survivor and he went through some shit. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah. Cut his own fucking hand off and stuff like. Yeah. Or no. Did that happen in this? No. Was yeah. Second, was the second was one. that the second one? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's the problem with watching all three of them in two days. They kind of <laughs> yeah. all match together. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the second one's like in the cabin as well, pretty much. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's head on over to that Loomis villain evaluation, even though it's not a villain this week. <laughs> nope. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. All right, so for our listeners that aren't too sure what this is, uh, basically once, well, two weeks out of a month, we uh, we pick a character and we have them do a little face-off. Um, we give each character ratings out of 30 in six different um character traits and then we uh we average out the scores between the two of us and see who we think would win in a fight basically so do you want to go first yeah sure so for my strength i went 15 out of 30 
Like he's not like overly strong. He's kind of average man, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't finish all of Armory of Darkness, but at one point he gets his ass kicked by mini me's of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty damn easily. So I feel like yeah, he's nowhere close to the strength of Leatherface. <laughs> All right. Um, so dexterity, I went twenty out of thirty. He's he's a pretty clumsy guy, but he can get himself out of some tight situations. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for constitution, I went seventeen out of thirty. Nothing really shows like how much constitution he has. He just kind of seems like an average man, kind of like tires out like a normal human. Yeah. So I didn't really say too much on that one. Um, intelligence, I went 20 out of 30. He knows quite a bit about the deadites and like how to destroy them. And then he's like also making deals with the knights and the men of the world that he falls into in Army of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, wisdom, I went 18 out of 30. He's not like an overly smart guy at all. Like he's kind of dumb in some ways, but he's like great at building things. Like he built that fucking hand like in like five minutes yeah yeah and he's like good on like i like thinking on his feet and stuff like that yeah and finally for charisma i went a 24 out of 30 okay um i mean there's not much to say about ash he's just an amazing and hilarious ridiculous character like his like one-liners he has um like, it was, like, break the fourth wall, wall, really, like, other characters in horror movies, but he's definitely up there in uh, charisma. Yeah, for sure. All right, so that's mine. All right, cool. Uh, I gave him a strength of 23. Oh, wow, okay. I know it's a little bit higher than yours, but <laughs> I said, like, he fights demons and medieval monsters. Yeah. So, I mean, and, like, he survived. So, I mean... That's, that's fair. He doesn't have necessarily like the brute strength of Leatherface, but no, I mean, he's got like the, the mental strength and like the, the will to survive kind of thing. That's true. I didn't think of that, that part <laughs> of it. Uh, his dexterity or agility. I gave a 16. Yeah. I said, he's pretty good at fighting and he doesn't seem to be like too clumsy or anything, but there's not really like any evidence to right yeah yeah. to like say whether it's higher or lower really true so i gave it like pretty much right in the middle uh his endurance i gave a 10 okay i said i I made it lower because like they don't ever really show again any evidence of him being able to like run long distances or anything like that yeah but like he is able to fight monsters and demons for long periods of time so like it it has the potential to be high it's just like it doesn't really that's true show it outside of the fight scenes yeah so i gave the intelligence a 27 oh wow okay yeah i put it pretty high like i he's like really good with mechanics even though he's just like a grocery store worker yeah like he's able to attach that chainsaw to his stump and like he creates that metal hand like you said in like five minutes and shit like that like he he just seems like he's a lot smarter than like the goofy dumbass that he was in the first first yeah. movie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I gave his wisdom a twenty four. Okay, um, he's very good at being a leader and banding yeah. people together. 
Yeah. Uh, like throughout the whole franchise, like even yeah. like in the in the second one, he gets the people to like fight alongside him, and then in Army of Darkness, he like <laughs> he falls out of the sky in medieval times with a car, and he manages to convince all the the people and kings and shit to like follow him. Um, and charisma gave a 26. I said, he's a very, very good talker easily gets people on his side. And like, like I said before, he convinces the people in the medieval times to join him after he just fell from the fucking sky. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I have a feeling who wins this one. But. <laughs> it's, pretty obvious yeah um let me just tally these up here i just hope uh people aren't too upset (laughs) (laughs) so in terms of strength uh leatherface wins 25.5 to 19 okay uh in terms of dexterity ash wins 18 to 14 Mm -hmm. constitution Mm mm-hmm uh leatherface wins 18 to 13.5 okay intelligence ash fucking destroys him yeah uh 23.5 to 6 <laughs> damn <laughs> uh in wisdom ash destroys him 21 to 3 damn and in charisma ash destroys him 25 <laughs> to 1 <laughs> damn um so i mean like if we're just going like brute strength and yeah. like a fist fight leatherface yeah. wins hands down oh yeah definitely but ash is like so much smarter and yeah and, you know like he can get people by his side and shit like that so yeah exactly. ash, ash takes the mental game and wins the fight <laughs> nice nice i kind of had a feeling it was gonna pan out like that because like leatherface's scores got really low whenever it came to like yeah, your brain hand, yeah brain capacity yeah cool but yeah all right so i guess you want to know what i picked for next week yes i've been itching bro all right so this is a movie that came out in 2017 wow Um, okay so yeah it's fairly new it's one that i've only watched once and whenever it first came out and i've been wanting an excuse to just watch it again okay fair enough uh i'm picking it follows yes nice oh man and i i know that you love that movie so yeah uh sweet i'm excited <laughs> i just think it'd be like a super good discussion with that one. Oh yeah it's uh it's definitely a controversial movie the way yeah the way you look at it but uh, yeah sweet i'm excited cool Awesome. All right, guys. Time to plug ourselves. Uh, (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. There's underscores between each word. Um, We are also on the Slasher app. We are on Twitter, kind of. Um, If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll see everywhere that you can listen to us. Uh, You'll find our Patreon account. If you want to flow us some dough, that would be super dope. Uh, and we also have um, merch on Tee Public. Uh, we have some pretty cool designs on there that have been submitted from from uh, listeners like you guys. So uh, yeah, if you want to buy some merch, that'd be super cool too. Um, yeah. Support your boys from the Great White North. Yes, please. 
<laughs> and shoot us a message too if you ever want to talk or have some beef with our matchups. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. If you want to lynch me for not liking the Evil Dead, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that's it for this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you later. See you guys. Thank you.